All right, welcome back to another episode of the Big Ass Cornhole Podcast. Sean and Dane are with you as always. Dane, what's going on, man? Not too much. We're not uh, solo today. We are not. Joining us today is Mr. Jason Maletta, or Jersey J, as some of you guys might know him. What's going on, Jay? How you doing, guys? Good, man, good. All right, so let's just start this out. All right, so you came on because there was some chatter in the social media world about a tournament that you had been promoting and that went on. So let's just keep it open-ended. Can you explain kind of like your end of things and how you, how it all went down from, from your point of view? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I was on Facebook and I saw a post cause I'm a part of all those Facebook groups. And I think it was in Pennsylvania cornhole tournaments and, um, it was this guy who was, uh, he was advertising that he has a resort to run a cornhole tournament at, and he wanted to know if anyone local was willing to run the event. So I reached out to him. It wasn't local; it was about three hours for me. But I mean, and is this I've this been, like Oliver guy or whatever his name yeah, is? Yeah, Toby Oliver. Toby Oliver. Is what his Instagram name is, um, and. It was about three hours for me. He gave me the rundown. He made it sound like originally I thought he was like an event manager or an event coordinator for the resort. Okay. And he said he was going to bring in all these contractors, subcontractors, like a DJ, a masseuse. Um, There's going to be food there. What else did he blow off anyway there was a bunch of different contractors he was going to bring in and he wanted to make it like a cornhole resort weekend and he was going to bring me in there on the cornhole side of it so i said okay cool so i'm planning it out with him i'm like okay what do you want me to do as far as money goes because can we can i stop for one second what's the timeline in this like when did he first contact you to when the event happened scratching my head here I, I probably like october i don't want to give you an exact date okay. but i feel like it was around the october timeline okay when i saw the post maybe late october and okay. i think i think we had about a month and a half two months to market it because i was getting on them i was like yo we need at least a month okay to market any event i won't run any event unless i have a month to like put it out there. okay um so yeah, basically, I'm planning it out with him, and he was like, listen, I'm going to rent out the facility. It was like a crazy number, like four grand for the day to rent it out, and or I guess for the two days, because I was supposed to be running it Saturday and Sunday. And he was like, don't worry, like don't worry about the money aspect of it because I, he asked me for sponsors to cover that. I was like, dude, there's no way like one, it's not going to be like, it's not an event that you can ask for sponsors. In my opinion, at least like no one knows, no one knew of the event. It's not like a reputable event where we can go get sponsors. He's like, no, all right, well he had sponsors at the done this way. He told me that's how he was going to cover the cost. So I was like, all right, dude, like whatever, you know, you want. And um, all the money like that people were paying for the rooms was also going to. 
Okay. So he was like, that'll go into $4,000 because he carried all the expenses. Like he was just paying us as an event coordinator or as him acting like an event coordinator or like a general contractor is kind of how I put it in the terms. He was hiring subcontractors to come out and make the event. And then he was going to make the difference on the rooms, any sponsors he got and registration fees as long as it was above the the set cash payouts which obviously we know didn't happen um fast forward i made the flyer because i was a part of like my services my services i guess included bringing boards bags scoring towers my laptop pa system to like announce who's on what board and everything and score holio is technically in the contract too because you know that's what i run my events on um and part of that i always offer like making a flyer um for the event so i made the flyer i call him like what do you want to do as far as payouts go some some people do 70 percent. some people do set prizes whatever you do you have to pay out. And I've had my experience with this in the past. So I'm like, just make sure you pay out. So we're about a month out when I make the flyer. And he's like, let's do set prizes. And he was like, let's do, he threw out, and don't quote me on the numbers, but it was something crazy, like $100, $200, and like $250 for first place. And I was like, no one's going to go to that. Like there's no shot. So I was like, you got to either up the prizes or just do 70% and hope people register. And he's like, well, let's up the prizes because that way, hopefully more people will come. I said, okay, that's fine. But you're sure you have enough money in case not. And he's like, yeah, don't worry. I got sponsors plus people already bought rooms. So I got the money. Like it's covered. So I was like, all right, cool. So I'll put it out there. Fast forward, we're about two weeks, one week away from event time. I call him again. I'm like, yeah, you're still good with payouts. You're still good with everything. I'm still coming down. Because at that point, usually I get usually I get half payment about two to three weeks before I go to the event. That way I can lock it in on my calendar. Because believe it or not, whether the critics out there will tell you or not, we book up almost every Saturday and Sunday. Like we run a good amount of tournaments throughout the year. So to ensure that someone doesn't back out the day of, I get half payment up front and then half payment once the event is complete to, you know, everyone's standards, everyone's happy. And that's what I, that's how I run it for fundraisers and or corporate events. Okay. Cause that's a, that's a big chunk of my business. I really don't do competitive tournaments that much. I do maybe three or four a year and I'll do 70% payout. I typically stay away from set prizes. Okay. But this Uh, sounds like a corporate type event, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it'd be considered corporate event because it's not a fundraiser. So like you would say like this would fall kind of like in your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I do uh, Christmas parties. I have a company over here who brings me 
around like every quarter they do like an employee appreciation barbecue thing and i go set up my board same concept i bring a service and and that's it okay um so can so we, yeah I guess so let, let's fast forward to day of the event right mm-hmm. so you check in with them two weeks you said it's all good you got your payment and you're thinking you're good well, three hours away that was the thing okay so that's when I started to panic because we're about a week out and he keeps delaying the payment because then why not cancel the event? Huh? Why not cancel the event? Well, he sent me screenshots. So the, the delayment was from, he sent up an event bright page yeah. to collect the money for the hotels and the tickets and everything. Can, can I ask you a question real fast? Just like up until this point, right? You have not gone there. You have just, you talked to the guy. I'm assuming you've never met him in person. No. Okay. Did you not see like the big fucking red flags everywhere so far with this? Like, were you not sketched out? Like at what point did Um, you not be like, listen, I shouldn't be associating with a guy like this. Did you do, did you do homework on the resort? Like that's, that's where I messed up. I I know that that's on me. I should have definitely done the research and I did it. TripAdvisor, like, the first two, dude, literally as soon as I can, saw your can you flyer, pull, can you pull them up while we're I can, talking? Yeah, Thanks. but like the, as oh, soon no, as you I, posted I, the flyer, the yeah, the first two just the reviews on that. it, just for listeners, anyways. But um, okay, so <sighs> again, did you were you aware? Like, did you cross your mind at all? Like that, like all right, there's some red flags here. Maybe I should like just not do this. Not really. Uh, give me Microsoft. I mean, give once, me Microsoft Word and 15 minutes, and I'll make you an event price right page that's believable and i can screenshot it well now see if you go on there so this is where i messed up right okay he sent me i didn't look it up on google he sent me the resort website link and i just clicked on the website and the website makes it look fantastic and now you got malware that's on me (laughs) that's on me i should have i should have definitely uh you know done my research i can admit to that um (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I got nothing else to say on that. that all right. So that's my bad. We, we fast forward to the day of the event. Um, yeah. So when you get there, the- what what is your thoughts? Because, I mean, you created this like, listen, as a marketing guy, like the flyer you created, it was eye catching. Yeah. This DJ, a party like it looked like a fucking party. I've seen pictures of the event. When you roll up there, nothing says party about this place. Right. No. Like, were you starting to get worried a little bit? So I roll up and. The outside actually doesn't look bad. I'm like, okay. That's the only bad. picture I saw of the place, by the way, was the outside. <laughs> so I'm just saying, all right, continue. Seriously. Like actually? I'm going to show my brother the picture. I'll, I'll be, I'm being honest. Go ahead. All right. You can keep going. Keep going. Okay. So I, at least in my opinion, the outside didn't look bad. I don't know what picture you saw, but the the front of the, the building doesn't look bad. Can you flip it this way? Because I'm curious what it is. Let me, blow, let me get it a little bigger. So I can flip it. Yeah, I don't know if you can see that. Vaguely. That's this from the parking lot. It looks like the parking lot. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. So that was around that. At least what I think that is, because it was a little blurry, but I think that was around back. So when I first pull up, the front doesn't look bad. Okay. I go in. Um, I'm like, okay, I'm here. Where am I setting up the event? And I, I'm like, I'm cold. I'm like, yeah, what the hell? Like, maybe I'm just like cold because I didn't have the heat on when I got out of the car. Maybe it's colder in PA. 
And then I start to think about it. I'm like, yeah, like I'm I'm starting to shiver in here a little bit. They didn't have the heat on. So then I was like, okay, this is bad. That's when I was like, okay, shit's not good. So then I was like, all right, I gave them the benefit of that. I was like, maybe it was just in the lobby, like the rooms have heat, whatever. The ballroom that we were going to be in had heat. And it didn't. But we're only an hour out from the event at this point and people are starting to show up. So what am I going to do? Cancel. I, I get, I get it at that point. I, I, I do get it at that point. All right. So you run the tournament. It's not the greatest situation. I think we've all been to tournaments where like the atmosphere wasn't maybe everything we thought it was going to be. So yeah. the, the event ends, you know, at this, at what point do you know that like the cash prize is not going to be a thousand dollars for first. So he tells me, We were probably two or three games because it was four game round robin into a double elimination bracket. Okay. We were probably two or three games into the round robin. Okay. And he comes up and he's like, yeah, I don't know. People aren't ordering food. I don't know what we're going to do about the payout. I was like, what are you talking about? Like you said you had money to cover it just in case like people – than pre-register. So he's like, well, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I'll go to the back and see what I can do. So then he comes back and he's like, yeah, we can't, you just got to put down these cash prizes. And I was like, no, you can't do that. Like, that, so, okay, that's did not you how make, did you works. make an announcement or did you just change it on score? Holio? I changed it on score Holio. And then I did go around to people and kind of just like, Hey, like, you know, this okay. is what's going down type of a thing. Um, now, I didn't go, like, up to people when they were mid-match, but I did, like, make my rounds as people were finishing up. Um, so I think the final prize that was listed on Scoreholio was $360 for first place? Yeah, whatever was listed was I, he, I don't know. Let me see. Then who handled the cash payouts at the end? So I I handled like money that was given, like people who paid cash for the event. Yeah, I had it in like because I have a little bin that I keep all the money in for yeah. the event. Um, that was there. That was me. But was all that he, money was that all that money then used for the prize pool? Yeah i I didn't have any money to. Like there was no money left over because some people pre-registered for the tournament through Eventbrite. Okay. So the only amount of cash that was there was enough like that. I said, okay, well we need to at least give all the cash away. Like, cause he was trying to even go lower than the, than the whatever the final payouts were. Like okay. he wanted to go back to 100, 200, 250 or whatever I said in the beginning. I was like, dude, like, yeah, at least give the cash that's here. Because he's like, well, I don't have any money. Oh, well, we have cash here. You're not going to at least short him of that. So okay, he did do that. But then all the money that was in event, Eventbrite, all the money that people signed up with the hotels, I had no access to that. Like throughout the whole process, I that went straight to him. Why? Why not tell everyone that day to be like, "Listen, we're done with this. Like, we're 
we're going to cancel it. What? What do you mean? What day? Like like that day after I found out in the in the round robin? No, I mean like that day, like before people are leaving, like because you like it was not till later that evening that you canceled the next day, correct? You canceled the singles event. Yeah. So I I was asked if I was going to come back, and I was, but then I had four people on register that night after they were there that day yeah because like there was three people there i might even have more than four because there was three people there who bought tickets for the doubles event on saturday and the singles event plus a hotel but then they went there and they were like yeah we're not staying here so we're not coming back from Sunday. plus i had people like over on the Jersey side, because this was all the way up in PA who were supposed to travel down and they ended up unregistering as well. So at that point I was like, okay, we have four teams that are here. They're not, he wasn't going to pay them out at all. He was offering. Did you end up getting paid for the event? I got, He paid me 50 bucks to get down there. Like not as my deposit, but like when the whole payment thing was going bad in the beginning. Yeah. He paid me 50 bucks to get down there for gas, but obviously it cost me more than 50 bucks to to get over. So, okay. Real quick. So we're kind of like up against it. We do have another interview to get to. I want to hear your take because we haven't talked to you since everything. um, Since the last time we talked to you. Yeah. What, what in your word, what, what, what the hell went down with MLC? Like what's going Like, is this, is it completely done? Because you guys kind of left it as this, Hey, we so, might come back kind of thing, but it doesn't um, seem like it. my, my opinion, I'm definitely kicking myself in the butt for, for not selling out with my other three partners. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, as of right now, it's not looking good, but like, new management kind of took over and just ran it into the ground per se. So it's not, it's not NACA. It is no, it has no affiliation with the new NACA. No, no, I, I, I don't even know what that is. Well, you probably do, right? Cause there's some people from the New Jersey team ownership that are now also associated with NACA, right? I so here's the timeline of what happened. I know you guys are on a crunch, but once new ownership took over, about but there is some crossover, correct? There's crossover from MLC into the NACA. Yeah, I mean, I guess I like there I said, is. I, I know. I, I mean, I, really, I know. But okay, I, uh, yeah, sure. Then I genuinely don't know. Like, okay, I haven't heard. Of it. Okay, so how do you? How are you handling all of, like this negative stuff? Because I mean, clearly you're not a super popular guy in the Cornell community right now. You know what I mean? So like what, I mean, going forward, like how, why would anyone that's in the know go to one of your events right now? Like, do you, I mean, or do you take any ownership of like what happened at like the cornhole stuff or are you still, is it kind of uh, like, Hey, I, well, all right. So let me, let me deboggle two things here. One, okay. 
anyone who thinks I made money off the MLC is completely wrong. Like I said, I wish I would have sold out with my partners. I didn't take any money with anyone. I, you know, I walked away from a, from a pretty fat check that I should have accepted. Um, but that's just that. I don't know. I I can't convince people otherwise. No money was taken from anyone. I, I took no money. Secondly, um, I mean, I, I still run pretty, pretty solid events. I I take ownership for what happened on that weekend. I mean, I should have definitely done my research. Uh, The analogy I'll use though, like if you're, if you're going to a restaurant for a special, right, for a $5 burger and you show up and they charge you $25 for that burger, are you going to get mad at the restaurant or are you going to get mad at the cook in the back who's just supplying the food? And that's sort of what happened at the resort weekend, in my opinion. I was there to bring my product, bring my boards. I had no, in, you know, no. I but you were also you were also responsible for marketing the event and trying to draw attention to getting people to go to a, a shitty situation. So, like, there is this ownership. You can, I mean, you can be the chef hiding in the back all you want, but if the chef's outside shoving burgers in everyone's face, you know, what I mean, come in, he come eat here. Then I mean, the, then yeah, you can blame the chef a little bit, right? Hundred percent. That's why I'm looking at. It. I mean, if you want to go into like that realm, like you're, it's like the girl in the mall, right? It's passing out free samples. Like you don't want one, but like she's just, she's, she's putting gonna, that wiener in your mouth. Like it's gonna happen. She's gonna throw it to you. Then when you're on the toilet for an hour later, yeah, you correct. know who to blame. You're thinking it. So, <laughs> um, listen, man. Like I, I wish you, I wish you luck in the in the in, you know in future stuff. Um, I, thanks for coming on. I think first of all, it takes a big person to come on, so I do respect that. So props to you on that. Um, I think that you need to make sure you're doing your research before, you know what I mean? If we're taking everything at word, what, what you're saying exactly how it went down, then you, the one thing you really failed at is just doing your homework ahead of time and not seeing the red flags when they're all over it. No, absolutely. I, I agree. Like I said, I said, I took ownership for that. I definitely agree that I should have done homework on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I'm, I got no other big plans for Cornhole. I mean, I'm going to run my, own local stuff and just kind of keep doing my own thing. I, I work a job, whether people believe it or not, I don't just steal <laughs> money from the Cornell community. So I do have a nine to five job. Um, and I'm busy. I, I own a couple other companies just on the side. So I, I'm a busy guy, but I do enjoy going to my Cornell leagues. You know, the ones that are no payouts, just we built that family per se over the past two years they request no payouts actually it's just kind of like a social laid back thing i mean it's, so a, I nice, it's a nice it's do. a nice payout though 120 dollars a team that's i mean it's not bad for no payouts it's some trophies and shit well, at the end you know you got you got to rent the space you gotta i, I get it. i'm just saying it's i mean it's good it's smart i mean i get it listen if, if more people would be okay without cash payouts cornhole might be a happier world but it's not the world we live yeah. in right now. So no, I hear it. And then that and fundraisers. I mean, it it's cool raising money for people and you know being a part of something bigger than cornhole. Um, There's so, nothing yeah, I mean, bigger those than are cornhole. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for jo- hopping on. We're gonna let you go in just a second. Um, but um, everyone that's tuning in, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back again again next Wednesday, like we normally are. But as always, we hope you throw it straight. And it's nothing but four baggers from here on out. Cornhole it later. <laughs>